0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Margarita Minutes. My name is Martin, and I'll be your host. Little background about myself. I'm 26 years old, born and raised in Austria. So excuse me if I sound like Christoph Waltz in *Inglorious Bastards, but you're just going to have to deal with that little accent of mine. I currently resign in London where I have been living for the past four years and I work in digital marketing within the fashion industry. And that just sounded like a bad dating air profile, but hey, at least you have some idea of who I am now. Within this podcast I want to share my thoughts and ideas, moods, opinions on a variety of topics because these are the kind of podcasts that I personally enjoy the most to listen to and I'm also an Aries who's gay so by default I believe that my opinion matters and needs to be heard so just kidding kind of. I'm more doing this as a form of self-reflection I would say and almost like a journal where everyone is free to join in. So we might have some more serious topics along the way, but the idea is to have a casual and hopefully inspiring conversation over a glass of margarita or whatever your drink of choice is. And yes, I hope you all have the Negroni Spagliato sound in your head now as well. For this first episode, I thought it would be fitting to talk about everyone's favorite thing at this time of the year, which is New Year's resolutions. I'm going to share what I think works best, so you kind of don't have to set yourself up for failure like I have done multiple times in past years. For some reason, I think we can all feel it. 2023 is going to be that year and we're all going to do everything to be that person. So let's get into it. The first thing we have to do is get a clear overview and separation between goals, resolutions, and vision boards, etc. Because there are all these different things and they are all different while being quite similar and can easily be mixed up. So think about it almost like a funnel where we get more specific with each step. Starting very broad with a vision board and ending up almost bluntly specific with actions. And by the way, I'm no expert on any of these things or whatsoever. I just started setting myself resolutions on my little iPhone notes app years and years ago. And this is what I've learned along the way and over the years and what kind of helped me to be more specific and to have obtainable goals. And so, yeah, some things might work better for you in a different way. And that's totally fine as well. I just want to share my opinion, as I said earlier, and my thoughts and processes. For me, I like to think about the funnel in four steps. First, just the vision boards. Second, we have resolutions. Third, are our goals. And finally, the actions we take. Bear in mind, not everything will involve all four steps, so we don't want to make things overly complicated. If it's easier to just skip the actions part, then so be it, but I'll talk more about that when we get there. Let's start with the vision board. Think about the person you want to become, you aspire to become, like who do you want to be in a year's time or even in like a few years time. As I already said, this can be quite broad, but try to have a clear idea in your mind of that person and then think of all the things that person has or is. I think we often focus too much on the material part of our vision board, of like the things we want to buy and have in the next year or two, But I think it's more important to think about who that person is, the feelings, the ideas that person has, the friends that person has, what that person does with their friends and family, the goals that person has. So think outside of the material box and really have an idea of who you want to become as a person. Once you have an idea of your future self, look for images online, Pinterest, Instagram, google and save those for your vision board again not all of them have to be super specific i think some of them can just be there to set the tone or mood like if you think about mood boards which are often the very first step of projects for inspiration the vision board is here to inspire you and also motivate you to become the best version of yourself i personally prefer to make my vision board broader than just the next one year Since your vision board visually explains the person you want to be, I personally don't expect myself to become that person within the next 12 months already. Some aspects, yes. And for others, I might get a bit closer towards them than I am now. But it's a long-term process. And as an example, I might add a picture of a dog on my vision board. Does this mean I will get a dog in 2023? Probably not but I know that the future version of me that I'm working towards will have a dog at some point, so the picture reminds me of that vision of myself that I'm striving towards and taking steps to work towards. Once we have collected all of the images that you want to have and you're kind of happy with the selection that you've gathered, um, you can put them together via Canva Photoshop or whatever your preferred method is and just to make your finished vision board and take a step back and really look at it once it's done. What are the broad changes you need to make to become the person you envisioned on the board? I think it's also important to have maybe a day or two where you keep going back to your vision board and really look at it and see what feelings are coming up inside of you when you look at it. Are you happy with it? Are there some things that after a day or two you're already kind of, not happy with and you feel like you have to change. So go back and do that. And then after a few days, once you think you're really happy with your vision board is when we can go to the next step, which is resolutions. Once you have looked at your vision board and you can clearly envision the person you want to become and see the changes you have to make, we can then from the changes we have to make, figure out the resolutions for the next year. Some examples for resolutions might be that you want to become a morning person or that you want to try to be healthier, whether that be physically or mentally. And again, you don't have to be super specific here yet as well, as we will determine in our goals, which will be the next step, and then the actions after, how we reach each of the resolutions. So try not to have many resolutions as well, because as we are still quite broad here, we will have multiple goals for each of the resolutions we're setting ourselves. So again, I would say look at your vision board and then figure out three to five key parts that you think you'd have to change in order to become that person of the vision board. And those will be your handful of resolutions to start with. Now that we've set our resolutions, we can break them down into our different goals. So we're getting further down into the funnel, we're becoming more specific, and this is where we start to really make our goals measurable and start to be more action-based. If you manage to complete your goals, you should automatically achieve your resolutions in a way, if that makes sense. So if we take our previous examples again, if your resolution was to become a morning person, your goals could be to, number one, maybe go to bed earlier. Or number two, to make a habit out of your morning routine or an evening routine or both. Um, Or a third goal could be to have a healthy relationship with alcohol and going out, as that's something that will also determine your success as a morning person. Once you work through each of your resolutions and set yourself a few goals, it will be much more measurable and therefore achievable for you to reach the resolutions. And finally, we have our actions. Actions. Sometimes when we break down the resolutions into goals, they might still feel a bit overwhelming and complicated, so you just don't really know where to begin. That's when we need actions to break the goals down even further into smaller and more manageable steps. But as I said at the beginning of this podcast, actions is the one that we can potentially skip if you think that your goals are already specific enough and you don't want to overcomplicate it, but sometimes it is easier to break them down even further. The actions can give us an idea of where to begin and feel less stressed with the bigger picture of what we want to achieve during the year. For continuity purposes, if we stick with the same examples again, so if our goals of becoming a morning person were set, we can break them down even further into the smaller actions now. The goal of going to bed earlier could be broken down into further actions like making dinner as soon as you get home from work so you're saving time there and have enough time to kind of digest it before you get along with your evening stuff Um it could also that you're doing your skincare routine an hour before your desired bedtime so you just make sure that that's already done and done and the last one could be that you have the last hour before bed off screen so you can relax your eyes and mind a bit. For, The goal of having a healthy relationship with alcohol and going out, your actions could be to set yourself kind of a drinking limit. That could be to maybe only drink alcohol once a week or every other week. And I'm not judging anyone. Everyone has their own goals and their own alcohol level. So whatever you want to do, how often you want to drink, that's very personal. Um, Or it could also be that you set yourself a number of how many times you allow yourself to go out every month. But at the end of the day, please don't be too hard on yourself. Spend time with your friends and family. Take opportunities. If someone invites you out, go out. Obviously, don't have a 3 a.m. banger on a weeknight every night, but don't sit at home every night saying no to all of your friends just because you set yourself the goal of becoming a morning person. If the goal, again, is specific enough for you already, don't overcomplicate it and break it down even further into the actions. But they are here to make it easier and more manageable for you. But yeah, let's not overconfuse ourselves with too many steps. That's basically it. So to summarize it, you would start with a vision board, which is the very broad idea and just making sure you can really capture the essence of the person you want to become, whether that be in the following year or within a few years, that's up to you. Again, we're very broad here, so make your vision board and really have a feeling of the person you're striving to be. And from that vision board, we can move on to the resolutions. These could be way more specific. We're still broader here, but they could be specific in terms of you want to achieve them for this year. And once you've set three to five resolutions, we can kind of set the goals we have to achieve to achieve the resolutions. If the goals are still quite unmeasurable and overwhelming, we can further break them down into action. And now that we have set our vision boards, our resolutions, our goals and actions, I want to speak on a few points where I think that we tend to fail the resolutions we are setting ourselves at the beginning of the year. The number one reason for us to fail, at least from my opinion, is that we put all our focus and energy into January and wanting to change everything at once. Let's be honest, gyms are never as full as they are in January, plus there is Veganuary and Dry January and whatnot. So I get it, it's the beginning of a new year and this is where we have the most motivation to change, but if we overdo it straight away, we will just go back to how it was and stop trying as quickly as we started don't try to become a fully different person from one day to another and just start slow. Take one resolution that you want to focus on in January and try working on it. Or maybe take one goal from each resolution and slowly try to improve for each part. I've been reading Atomic Habits last year, as a lot of people have, and the main thing the book talks about is the 1% rule. It basically means that in order for us to really change and make our habits different, sustainably and long-term, it's enough to just improve by 1% at a time. With that in mind, just make slow but steady improvements to your daily life and habits. I've also seen a very interesting TikTok the other day where someone was speaking about how going to the gym and becoming a fitness person is so much more difficult than just saying, I'm going to the gym now, and being that person. Because in order to become a gym person, there's so many more habits we have to change than we initially think about. Like, in order to be able to go to the gym, you're probably going to have to wake up an hour earlier. You're probably going to have to wash your clothes more often because you need your gym clothes. So there's a lot of other habits you have to change before you can actually go to the gym. Again, with the 1% rule and taking inspiration from the TikTok, what you could do if you wanna become a gym-going person first is just starting by waking up an hour earlier every day. Once that feels normal and feels like a healthy and sustainable change to your habits, you can then start with the next step towards going to the gym. Another reason why focusing all of our energy in January might not work is that a lot of us are massively affected by seasons. And January is literally the middle of winter, where a lot of living things similar to humans are still hibernating and taking it very, very slow. So if you know you are the kind of person that kind of naturally shifts with the seasons, wait until spring, until you start trying to change up your life. It might feel much easier to you that way. And winter is very depressive and slow for most of us. So try to focus maybe on the mental improvements for the earlier months this year so you don't get too crazy. And also, don't feel bad if you wait until spring to change something. We're not setting ourselves January goals. We're setting ourselves goals and resolutions for the whole year. So in a 12-month period, it doesn't really matter if you don't do as much in the first three. Another reason why we fail during the year is that our resolutions can obviously change and that's natural. We as humans are constantly changing and evolving so you probably might not have the same resolutions or even the same vision of your future self by the time we hit June or even earlier than that. And that's fine, I'd even say it's pretty common so don't be super focused and stubborn with what you set yourself at the beginning of the year you're allowed to like go back and change things during the year. You can even look at your vision board at the beginning of each month and look if you're still happy with things you're working towards or if there's something you might want to change, which is fine. Like You're allowed to do it. It's your vision board. It's your resolutions. You're the only person holding yourself accountable for it. So don't feel overwhelmed by it at some point. You can always change it. Another reason why I think a lot of us fail is that we set ourselves unobtainable goals. Don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan of manifesting like the next person and I know it works for a lot of us but sometimes it's better to be a bit more realistic and set ourselves goals to a level that we actually think we can achieve during this year. I mean this one really depends on the person you are I think. If you're someone that needs crazy goals as motivation, fine, go and set them. But if you're especially someone who's going to be really hard on themselves at the end of the year for not reaching some of the resolutions and goals you set yourself, you should probably set them to be as realistic as possible. Because at the end of the day, we don't want to set these things like resolutions and goals to feel worse at the end of a year than we did at the beginning of a year. They're here to inspire us, to motivate us and to strive to become a better person, but not to set unobtainable goals that make us feel bad about ourselves at the end of the year. All right, now that I've talked about all the different steps and all the reasons why I think we might fail, I think it's time for me to get personal and tell you a bit about my year and how I've planned it. I've actually taken another step after doing my vision board, which is looking at energy givers versus energy takers. So this is how and where and with whom you want to spend your time and how it makes you feel after. And for me, some of the energy givers I have is sunshine, fresh air, productive mornings, spending time with friends, catching up with my friends outside of London, and quick London breaks, I like my skincare routine. I love my coffee runs. I actually really liked doing yoga at the beginning of last year and just people who leave you feeling good. This is a big one for me. I think there's some people that make you feel good and some people that are more energy takers and make you feel worse afterwards. Another thing I really like as an energy giver is having office days with my colleagues and having a clean space at home. Some of the energy takers I have are overthinking, which is one of my main ones, too much social media, unbalanced friendships, as I said, too much alcohol, and dating apps. From those energy givers and takers, I set myself a few resolutions. One is to feel more refreshed and less homebound, and the goal for that is to increase the amount of fresh air that I have. While another goal is to decrease the amount of sitting during my days because as working from home or even working from the office, I spend a lot of time sitting at a desk and that's not very helpful or healthy. Um, So the actions I would like to take is take a hot boy walk every other day, and try to take some meetings outside with my headphones, which is totally fine while going for a walk. Another resolution is to get more done in the morning before work. So the goal here is become a morning person in a way, and actions would be to wake up at 7 a.m. every morning, as was one of my earlier examples, to make dinner as soon as I get home from work. And a third action would be to go to bed at a specific time every night. My third resolution is that I want to strengthen my friendships with the people that are not based in London, because I've tended to kind of, I don't know, lose, not lose touch with them, but it's hard to stay friends with people that aren't in the same city as you are, but some of my best friends don't live in London and I kind of want to strengthen the relationship with them again. So the goal here is very simple. I want to call two friends each month and the action I have to take for that is that I text them at the beginning of every month to schedule a call. And then my last resolution is kind of a very big one and like the broad theme around this upcoming year for me that I've kind of set myself. And just labeled trial and error because I think we a lot of times set ourselves goals and resolutions but once we actually try them we realize that we don't want to do that or we don't want to become that person and that's fine that doesn't mean that we have failed the resolution it just means that it wasn't for us in the end so I want to be able to try as many things as possible this year. I want to try as many different gym classes. I want to try berries. I want to try SoulCycle and just try different fitness girly things and see what I like and what I don't like. So I'm not setting myself up for failure and just pretending that I'm going to be a gym person, which I'm probably not going to be. But to make it easier for myself, I'm just going to make trial and error and say, hey, let's just try different classes. And I kind of want to do the same in different areas. So I want to try different restaurants. I want to try different coffee shops. I want to try different hobbies. That's a big one for me. I really think that hobbies is something that we kind of lost in a day and age at this point, like who really has a hobby anymore? One thing I want to do with hobbies is to kind of pick one each month that I want to try. This can be really small, like meditating, that might not really be a hobby, but just something to try, again, trial and error. Or it could be something that's actually in a hobby, like pottery or knitting or something like that. So just try one thing a month, maybe I'll skip a month or whatever. The broad idea is off my whole year, trying as many new things as possible and going from there seeing what i actually like seeing what i don't like and then building my person from there i think this is pretty much everything i have to say on this topic for today but before i finish the episode i just want to say that Although this whole process of setting resolutions, breaking them down into goals and actions, sounds quite intense, it should still be something fun and engaging. So don't do it because everyone is doing it on TikTok and you feel stressed that you haven't done it. You don't have to do it. It's completely fine if you don't feel like making this big game plan for yourself this year and just feel like vibing and taking each day how it comes. At the end of the day, we're all perfectly fine the way we are and I've honestly felt a lot of pressure myself seeing all of these new year new me TikToks and Instagram posts but don't stress out too much. Remember we're also trying to improve all year round and not just in January so if you don't feel like it right now but if you want to start this whole process in February or even in the middle of the year go for it. I don't think it's ever too late to set good intentions for yourself. And with that I hope that you're all having a fabulous rest of your day or night, whenever you're listening to this, really. And thank you so much for sitting with me through this whole episode. And I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Cheers.